Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Happy day 60 of the program. As we work through our Feeding the Metabolism week and tweak, we're going to switch up the conversation today. And this is where I'm going to be joined by my special guest, Dr. Tam. Hello. Good morning, Gina. So Dr. Tim is a chiropractor. He's my chiropractor. I met Dr. Tim a few years ago. How how long have I been with you now? Four years. Four years. Oh three, my three, three, four years, something like that. Yeah, I've been seeing you for a while now. Yeah, so it, it actually, I, I seeked out Dr. Tam actually for my son, uh, Rolex. Uh, he was in the hospital. Um, people have been with us for a while now. Uh, we'll remember he was in the hospital for about a month. He had lost 40 pounds. And by the time he got out of the hospital, he was walking like a hunchback. His, you know, <laughs> 30 pounds right. on a on a, a young man um, is a lot of weight. And I was really concerned about how this was going to affect him. He had lots of aches and pains. And so when I brought him in to start seeing you, the, you know, obviously I, I realized that I needed some help too. But beyond that, it really got me thinking about our members and the amount of weight that they are losing. Now, mind you, they're losing weight in a healthy way, but they're still losing weight nonetheless. And through the conversations I had with you about the importance of you know, proper body alignment, it really got me thinking about how this, how losing a lot of weight affects our members. So something that I think a lot of people are just so happy to lose the weight, they don't actually think about the side effects of losing weight. So um, I want to talk to you about that today. I got also have a lot of questions I want to go through. But I think the first thing we should talk Perfect. about is just is you what 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 do you do? What is a chiropractor? Yeah, great question. So uh, a chiropractor is somebody who is a what we call an MSK specialist. So essentially, we treat muscles, we treat uh, joints, we treat bones, essentially anything on the outside of your body, I'd okay. be an expert in, um, you know, anything from tennis elbow to knee arthritis, but mainly my day focuses mainly, mainly on low back pain, neck pain, headaches, posture, um, yeah. are, are, are kind of the, the majority of my day posture as I completely sit up and correct my I posture. I saw that. <laughs> Before we get into our members uh, and how someone would know if they would benefit, how about we talk a little bit about me? Because I go, I see you every week. Obviously, I don't mm -hmm. need to lose weight. Um, but there is something to be said about, you know, managing stress. For me, I get a lot of migraine headaches or I used to. Um, you know, I'm on my phone a lot. And for that reason, I come and see you. So talk about the benefits just in general for going to see a chiropractor just for basic health management. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it should be the staple of of, uh, of everybody's body work done for themselves. I mean, you know, my patients vary from uh, the elite athletes who are, you know, making a living um, with their bodies to the nonna who's just trying to chase after their kid, uh, their grandkids yeah. and everybody in between. Right. And, you know, you and I talk about it a lot where everybody can be better. Right. Whether, okay. you know, you're in a lot of pain and we're just trying to get you moving even a little bit or say like Rawlings when we were getting him upright again. Um, yeah. Uh, post-hospital and then and then or anybody who's pretty good and just wants to be excellent right and and that's where we come in and and treatments change but anything between essentially is is you know I talk about optimizing 
So there's what I love about bringing on our guests is we have people like you come and have these conversations where they may be interested in seeing a chiropractor or seeking out you know alternative health measures or or whatnot, and and they don't have the opportunity to have like in-depth conversations. So what what is a chiropractor? Like what what exactly do you do and what would people expect would happen when they go and see you? Yeah. So first things first, we always do an assessment. So I like, just like, you know, every, uh, all of your members, every single person's different. Every, all the stuff we deal with is different. Our day-to-day lives are different. So we spend a good amount of time talking about that. What are the stressors of your life is a big one. Um, what does your life really look like? And then we do a physical assessment. We see what's, what's going on inside. What exactly are we trying to fix or what exactly are trying to make better? Um, and then we treat it and we put together a plan and then we treat it. So things can look like with adjustments where you, you think of uh, traditional chiropractors with the snap crackle pops. Uh, sometimes we throw some exercise in there, some muscle work, some stretches, uh, some acupuncture, um, which I like to do a lot of, which is a great alternative. Um, and then, and then as well, if you're in a, as lucky as I'm, to be in this, a big enough team, then you can work with some other health professionals who are also excellent at what they do um, and then formulate a great treatment plan that way. But mainly hands-on, hands-on treatment is what you're looking at. So you mentioned stress. Um, we try to like emphasize the importance mm-hmm. of managing stress. Managing stress is, you know, one of the things we talk about with maximizing that can really help when it comes to people trying to lose weight. So how, like talk about stress and how it impacts the body from your perspective. Tons, right? Uh, and, and I would say, you know, we, we know what we call, you know, in in, uh, in scientific terms, we call it a psychosomatic manifestation. So essentially, any stress that your body deals with mentally will manage itself, itself physically. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it might make your pains worse. It might make you more stiff. It might make your perception of the pain worse. So the problem might yeah. not actually be that much worse. But when you're having a stressful week, you perceive pain to be worse. And even simple yeah. things like paper cuts will hurt more. Um, and then from, you know, from our perspective, that's why we talk about it. Um, right. So in, in, you know, in, in my treatment room, you know, a a big thing I like to talk about is taking things off your plate, right. We control the things we can control. And unfortunately life happens, right. And there's not a ton that we can do with certain levels of stress. Sometimes say Rollick's in the hospital. Right. And so when we're, when we're dealing with stress, then that's where I come in and I take certain things off your plate. Like maybe I take the back pain off your plate or, or, or get some more mobility, into your body that way you can then focus on managing the things that are stressful inherently so you know thinking of chiropractor you might think like my back is out my back is out of alignment um you know obvious things that might need addressing but how like who would benefit from going to see a chiropractor yeah, everybody, I think, right? Um, um, like we talked about, I think there's, uh, uh, everybody can be better, right? And I think it'd be silly to like, like I get adjusted weekly, right? Like yeah. everybody, everybody can be better. And I think that's where, um, that's where between the patient and I, when we talk about it, um, yeah. right? Where do, do you just want to be able to walk to get the mail pain-free, you know, a few steps yeah. down the street, or are you trying to make the Olympics, right? Regardless of the case, I think everybody can be better. So would you, when someone's losing weight, so talk about the effects of losing weight and what that would do to someone's body structure and how, and why someone would need to be adjusted because of weight loss. Yeah. So, I mean, first things first, right? Losing a ton of weight does magical things for the body, right? It it, it takes exponential pounds of force off your knees, off your hips, off your back. So after uh, we, we lose a ton of weight, we should start to see a, a lot of our aches and pains 
start to yeah. subside. Um, and, 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 and that's a great, great starting point, especially for people with uh, knee and hip pain is, is where all the research is based out of, um, where if, if, if you can shed the weight, your body's just carrying less load. And if you think about, you know, if you ever, you know, had a backpack on your back all day, or if you're carrying your kid around all day, right. And then as soon as you take the backpack off, you're like, oh my God, I feel like a feather. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. exactly what I think your body will tell you after losing, you know, 20, 30, 40, however many pounds um, on your joints. With that being said, a lot of the times the things that that do bum us up and, and cause us some aches and pains, especially in our backs and hips, are a product of our day to day life. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. there it's, you know, spending an hour each way driving to work. It's sitting all day because you're an accountant and it's tax season right now. Yeah. Um, or you're stuck in a snowy climate like us in, in, in the wintertime and you're not getting a ton of physical activity because you know, tennis is your sport of choice, yeah. what have you. Right. And I think that's where that's where, um, again, I come in. Right. Where even if you have lost all the weight or a lot of the weight and you're still getting some aches and pains. OK, then we can start to deconstruct. What is it about your daily life that's really um, uh, affecting your body negatively? And then either one let's work with you to do something about it or two, let me do something about it and just take it off your plate again. Right. Yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what I, you say this to me all the time. All well, the time. you could manage your stress better or you could exercise. You could do all these things, but given the fact that you're not doing that, I just really leave it up to you every week. To kind of yeah. Play. And I mean, I, I try not to take advantage of the system, but at the end of the day, right. Like I think, you know, I'm a dad, right. I, like I have a job, you know, I'm a husband, right. Like we have, we have things to do and priorities. Right. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes, you know, to be the bear of bad news, right. If you could have, uh, you know, done the hour of exercise, if you could have stretched for an hour, if you could have gone in the hot tub for half hour, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you would have done it already. Right. And it takes, you know, so much more time than giving me, you know, 15 minutes or 20 minutes of your time. Right. Which is yes. again, efficient. Yes. It's more costly for my health and not doing those things, but it is what it is. And that's, that's how I'm maintaining it right now. Um, mm -hmm. So would you suggest somebody um, lose their weight first and then go see you or would it be a benefit if they, you know, someone loses 20 pounds and 40 pounds, 60 pounds. And, and obviously if someone, I'm thinking some of our members, you know, losing over a hundred pounds, like at what point, where's the threshold? At what point do they come and start, seeing you are taking into account all of this change on their body. And then, then to your point, if, if they're, if their body is changing and then they're still sitting a certain way every day, or they're still doing these things that aren't great for their posture, or even the way they walk, I would imagine, you know, where your body's adjusted to the way that you walk with the weight, you take a hundred pounds off and the way that your weight is changing it. And maybe that's when you start to actually have some issues in your body. Sure. It takes the pressure off, but it's just the, 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 the change in the way that you're walking. So mm -hmm. what was my question? Yeah. So at what point do they, should they come and see you? Yeah. I think at, at any point, right? Like I think regardless of the, um, the checkpoint you're at in your journey, I think you would benefit, right? So stay, say you're starting off and you're trying to lose the weight and you're trying to, to add some exercise into your day. Well, amazing. But like we talk about, good stress like exercise is still stress on the body, right? It yeah. contributes and helps in your weight loss journey, but it's still stress, which means your body still takes more of a, uh, a, more of a beating, which then right. needs care. And then as yeah. you, as you get, uh, you know, you lose the weight more and more, your body's changing, things are happening. Um, and, and, and regardless of, of, of where you are, right. 
if your aches and pains aren't 100% gone, well, then that's where we intervene and, and expedite the process, mm-hmm. right? And who right. knows, maybe when you're down 30 pounds, by the time you're down 50, all the pain's gone away. Maybe, maybe not, I don't know, right? But that's right. where having a professional assess and take a look and, 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 and essentially expedite the process. And maybe if you're more mobile and you are more pain-free and you can do more things, maybe your weight loss journey is faster. Maybe this might be the obvious, but what do you see people doing every day that you wish that they wouldn't do or things that they could just do to, to just not only to just to feel better in their ever changing bodies? Like, if, do you look at people who are hunched over and be like, oh my God, if you just like rolled your oh. shoulders back, what are, what are the really super simple things that you think people underestimate doing that when compounded, have them end up seeing you at the end of the day? Oh, it's the sitting, you know, by far and away, it's the sitting, it's the sedentary behavior. And I, and I think for the most part, it's, it, it's not so much uh, 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 sitting a lot, it's sitting a lot in a row, right? So I always go mm-hmm. back, you know, accountant during tax season, or if you're a, a, a programmer of some sort, if you work on the computer, something I know nothing about. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you're essentially, if you're clocking in two, three, four hours in a row, because your job is so focused, it's so intense, or, you know, you're on a two hour meeting or whatnot. That's the big one I find is that's where, you know, that really gets you. And I think the, unfortunately, the message we're sold is, okay, well, let me sit for eight straight hours, commute, you know, to and from work an hour each way. And then my 15 minute stretching routine, when I get home, is going to really undo that, that entire workday. And I think that's the, you know, the bag of goods that we're sold and and, and it's false. It doesn't work right? It's just too much on the body all at once. And that's why the biggest thing I talk about is getting up frequently. Like if you can take breaks every half hour, 45 minutes, the breaks don't even have to be long. The breaks can be 15 seconds, right? Like, like I can ask, I don't think I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm asking a lot when I ask for 15 seconds of your time every 45 minutes or so. And I think if people started doing that, I think their bodies would really, really benefit to break up their day. I just noticed that I have two watches on. I, I grab a normal watch and I have my Fitbit on from well, my, my Apple iWatch that I have for sleeping. But it pisses me off whenever it says to me, you should get up and walk around now. I'm like, oh, fuck off. No, I'm not getting up. But I guess to your point, there's probably a reason for it. And it probably really helps get your, you know, get your body moving, take some stress. You can hear my body. voice through that Fitbit, eh, Gina? <laughs> I should probably add, I should add your voice into the, into the app. Dr. Tan (laughs) says, get up and move your body. (laughs) My goodness. Um, Let's talk about, let's talk about sleep. A lot of people want to know about sleep and body positions, certain pillows that they're using, like, you know, so you're not waking up with a kink in your neck, but what, talk about the importance of, of sleep and your body position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think uh, this one's, uh, I, you know, I, sometimes I feel like a man through them is not how I think a lot of people expect. Um, but body position doesn't really matter when you're sleeping. And I no. say that because when we look at the research, uh, our, our, the research tells us we move subconsciously every 45 minutes anyways, when we're sleeping, without our control, right. without waking up, our bodies shift and move, and we'll find different positions. That's why you might fall asleep in one position and wake up in a completely different position. And there's nothing we can do about that um, as you're sleeping. Um, but the big thing is, um, is with, with a lot of people, yeah, when you lose a, a bunch of weight or your body changes a ton, you know, that mattress might not be for you anymore, Yeah. right? If you're down a ton of weight, uh, yeah. most people will then prefer a firmer mattress over a softer one. 
when you've lost a bunch of weight relative to what you were sleeping before. Not to right. mention uh, all, all the um, mattresses and things that you sleep on, they have a lifespan. Right. So it's kind of like your couch. If you sat in, you know, slept in the same spot, you know, for two, three, four, five, six, seven years at the same weight, it'll mold to your body. Right. And then Mm. and then you take, you know, 30 pounds off. All of a sudden, it's like you're sleeping in somebody else's bed. Right. And I think that's where, you know, it might be a good idea to, to, to invest in a good one, something that feels comfortable for you. Oh my goodness. I mean, this is stuff. This is why I love these conversations because these are things like you may not be sleeping comfortably and all of a sudden people are like, ah, I don't know what's going on. Meanwhile, you've dropped all this weight. Your body position is off your bed. I mean, we, Tony and I just got a new bed. Our bed had this like weird thing where it it was sinking down (laughs) and one side. (laughs) Like, it's fine. He's all like, it's not fine. It's not fine. (laughs) <laughs> we just got a new bed that we have the luxury of buying a new bed. I know some people cannot always do that. Maybe that's where, you know, getting a pillow or something like that might come in. What about when we wake up in the morning? Are stretches overrated? Are you a fan of stretching? When's the best time to stretch? Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to stretching in the morning morning just because we'll always feel the stiffest in the morning right just yeah. because you've been still for I'll give you a six to eight hours of sleep right and and just like if we were in a car for six or eight hours and we were driving down you know taking a road trip right we would be sore if we if we didn't get out of yeah. the car for for that long and and so the same yeah. things happen when we wake up sore or stiff um and that more so than anything is is, is a is a representation of really how good is your back doing Right. Where, yeah. you know, if your back is really good, we'll call it an A, like an A plus. Right. You shouldn't wake up with aches and pains and whatnot. Um, and, and, and on the vice versa, if you're, if you're not doing so great, you might wake up a little stiff or a little sore. But that's where, you know, yeah. a quick, super, super gentle stretch, not even getting out of the bed, maybe some knees into your chest, maybe rolling around a little bit before you actually get on your feet. Uh, I think that's that's when yeah. it's a, a, a good time to stretch. And then hopefully your body loosens up as the day, as the day gels on. Let's talk about working out because um, you had mentioned to me a few weeks ago that I should probably do some resistance training. Now, why would that be? Why would people need to be adding resistance training? You know, everyone thinks weight loss, cardio, cardio, cardio. I'm a massive fan of exercise. Great compliment to the program. Um, When it does come to lifting weights, though people lift heavy weights, that can be very taxing on the body, ripping and tearing muscles. People obviously want to make sure they get lots of rest. But, you know, why would resistance training be a benefit? And what kind of resistance training? Training are we talking about? Are we talking like you should lift super heavy to build muscle or just kind of use the muscle mm-hmm. you have? What 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 would you want to see people doing? Yeah, well, let's start with with, you know, should we be doing resistance training, right? And I think absolutely, yeah. without a doubt. And and I think there's, you know, kind of two angles at this where when we build more muscle, you know, our body's metabolism speeds up. Right. And that's yeah. and that's just really basic, uh, really basic science there where it will then encourage, again, your weight loss journey to even speed up even more. You'll burn more calories. You'll move more. You'll 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 be more mobile. You'll be more functional um, yeah. is the big one. Um, and then secondly, it, it helps your bodies in other ways and that it strengthens your joints and your bones. Right. Especially when we get past uh, uh, and and I don't like to use the word old, but anything north of 30, honestly, um, our body is, 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 is in a slight decline, a very, very slow decline, right? It'd be there, but, but more so than anything is we need to do things that challenge our body. And I think sometimes when it comes to exercise, a lot of the times we're, you know, we, we, we like to do things that are uh, easy, 
right? And things that are comfortable. And I use mall walking as an example, right? And I don't mean to be a jerk at 9am, but, you know, walking the mall and shopping does not count as exercise, right? I hate to burst that bubble. Or we actually have to do things that are, you know, even a little bit difficult in order to call yeah. it exercise. Um, yes. And when it comes to uh, uh, ex exactly what type, how heavy, you know, how many reps, I'm going to change the tune a little bit because I think sometimes we miss the forest from the trees, right? And I think for the majority, the vast, vast majority of people we're talking to, we're not doing anything, right? And I think yeah. a lot the honest truth is that most people don't do any exercise, if not any resistance training in specific. So my, my message is always pick something you like, right? I don't care how good um, weightlifting is or swimming is for you. If you hate it and you, and, and, and you don't feel like you're a fish, well, how good is that for you to get a, 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 a pool membership, right? Where, you know, it, it's not so much about exactly what you do. When you get there, we can have that conversation. If you are, you know, on your way to the Olympics, we can have that conversation. But I think more importantly than anything, right, it's pick something that you like, enjoy it, stick with it, and then do as much of it as you can, right? And I think that's yeah. the, the more important message. If you like to lift heavy, lift heavy, great. There's a ton of benefits of lifting heavy. If you like to lift light or resistance band or no weights or body weights, great, do that, right? And yeah. then on the flip side, even if you do like, um, say, if you're a runner and you like to run, right? Maybe mix in some sprints or some hill running in there that are, uh, yeah. that'll, that'll change up the game a little bit, which will take forms of resistance training, right? There's so many different ways to to um to mix up exercise and i think the, the better question is what do you like to do how do we do more of that rather than square peg around hole this mother's day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from blue nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation explore blue nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. So obviously exercise can be a compliment. What about you take someone who's dropped 60 pounds, all of a sudden they start exercising. Is it something to be said about exercising? I mean, I'm a big stickler when it comes to technique with exercise mm -hmm. because the last thing you want to do is take your old body posture and then start building muscle around that frame. Like you, you technically have a, a new frame. So I'm thinking it would be a good compliment if you, are new to exercising that you do incorporate someone like yourself or bring awareness to body alignment so that when you're kind of rebuilding your body back again, you're doing it with proper, proper body alignment. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's spot on, Gina. I'm with you on that one. I, I think there's no argument that when you change your body, um, you just have more abilities, right? You can yeah. now raise your arms over your head. You can now squat lower down into the ground. The consequence of that is, you know, you haven't done that for X amount of years, however long you've had your old body, so your old frame, so to speak, right? Yeah. And so getting a lot of those new ranges of motions taken care of is really important so that, like you said, you can actually execute the right technique. Right. And I think before we have the are we doing the proper technique conversation, we have to think about, can I even get there? Can I even am I able to maintain a flat back? Can I have, Mm -hmm. you know, can I even roll my shoulders back because Mm -hmm. I've lost 40 pounds, but I'm still, you know, a lawyer during trial season. Right. Like, right. Like we have to actually be able to execute the proper positioning. That way we can then have good technique. Yeah, I love this conversation because we're always talking about awareness around here, right? How your body's responding to the program and your hunger levels and your portions and all that. But, you know, we don't really talk a lot about awareness of your changing body and body composition and how you're incorporating these new things into your new lifestyle and the changes that you're making and how you're living your life. Like if you know you're super busy and you go all day without eating, that's one thing we're bringing awareness to that. But if you're literally hunched over at a desk, or on your phone all day, that can be just as detrimental to your health and wellness, which obviously is going to affect how your body is functioning, which at the end of the day is going to play into your you reaching your goals. Let's talk about the difference between mm-hmm. um, like being a chiro. What do you call it? Chiropractic care, chiropractic. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you call what do you call? Yeah, I'm it? a chiropractor. I practice chiropractic. Yeah, <laughs> chiropractic care, massage, and acupuncture. Do you, um, do they all kind of fit in? What, what's the, cause I know you do acupuncture as well. So what's the difference, yep. what's the difference in the benefits there? Like if my body's sore, am I going to go see a chiropractor? Am I going to get acupuncture or am I just going to go for a massage at the end of the day? Yeah. Great question. Um, uh, so uh, we'll, we'll start with myself, um, as a chiropractor and this is the joke I make and I say it a little bit tongue in cheek, what, but what makes me a doctor is I can do whatever it takes to fix the problem right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's muscle work, whether it's work on the joints and bones in your body, whether I think yeah. acupuncture is the right fit, right? And that's where um, being in, a, in a, um, a larger team is beneficial, because then I get to then manage, right? Where mm-hmm. I can say, hey, Gina, looks like you could, you could use some acupuncture because of ABC. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we divert and we manage from there. Or, hey, it looks like you can use some, um, you can use a massage. And, and then we you know, we, we, we pass you on to the next excellent practitioner we have here, right? And that's where I think having somebody manage your care is really important, somebody that can, you know, be an, an, an overseer, so to speak. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but, but all kind of targeting the problem from a different perspective, right? Where I target it from a very direct, you know, head-on approach of, of adjustments and muscle work um, versus acupuncture, especially traditional Chinese uh, medicine acupuncture, is excellent at dealing with other things that might also affect your problems, say things like stress, like energy levels, like mood, right? And and I'm sure, you know, most people have had at least a massage in their life where, you know, I don't have to explain the benefits of, of taking time to yourself, getting some Zen done and, and, and yeah. really feeling good leaving there and, and just, you know, giving back to your body, right? So I think they're just all different avenues to target the same uh, or similar problems. But I think the key is, is, is to have somebody to manage your care. Um, somebody like myself who, who can oversee the problem. 
Oversee, yeah, because we kind of use different techniques based on sort of what I'm dealing with that week and where I'm at. I have come see seen you before where I have certain injuries. Sometimes you suggest acupuncture, especially when my stress levels are through the roof. Is there a different kind of, someone just asked about different kinds of uh, chiropractic care, like what a regular chiropractor versus an active release chiropractor versus whatever. Is there is there a difference? Kind of. And, and it's a tricky question to answer because, you know, going back to, to my joke of what makes me a doctor is I can do whatever I want and whatever it takes to get you better. And not a lot of times is a preference, right, where you have chiropractors that only do adjustments and that's all they do. Right. Very yeah. quick, you know, five, you know, two to five minute appointment, bang, bang, in and out all over the place yeah okay that's right uh you got somebody and then you know you might have somebody like myself who i like to think of myself as a good blend a little bit of anything you know that needs to, to accomplish the task and then you have some other uh you know, other chiropractors who you know maybe like to focus a little bit more on exercise a little bit more they practice a little probably a little bit closer to like a physiotherapist where they work on rehab and and strengthening and a lot more different machines in their office um, and, and so, so it's a tough question to ask because it's hard to tease out exactly, um, who's the right fit for you. But I always like to say, are you happy with your care? Right. Or as the person, you know, you go, you go see the chiropractor in town or, or whoever the practitioner at the end of the day, are you happy? And are you getting the results you want? And I think that's the be all and end all metric. And if you are, it's, 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 you know, it's a little bit irrelevant of, of what techniques they use as long as you're reaching their goals and they're working with you and then vice versa. If you're not happy, you've given it a month, two months, three months, you're not seeing a big change, then, right. then maybe it's time just to get a different pair of, pair of eyes on it. Right. Well, someone says, please ask about sciatic nerve piriformis muscle issue. Now, obviously that's a loaded question. We don't know anything about that person, but if someone came to right. you with that issue, this is where you might sort of incorporate a variety of different, uh, different techniques. Do you, do you, I would imagine people who deal with a lot of chronic issues will come and see you in terms of, you know, just treating, are they ever going to go away? Is there anything? Can you hear me now? Hello? Hi, hi, Gina. I can hear you now. Sorry, you cut out there for a second. Did you hear the question? Someone was asking about sciatic nerve, um, you know, just talking about chronic issues in general. Um, you know, obviously people would use different techniques for that, you know, and, and how often someone would go see you, I guess, would depend on the issue that they're dealing with. And then what's the probability of actually addressing those? Are these ongoing chronic issues and it's just a matter of living with them or can you actually like help them go away? I know that's a lot of questions in one, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, I think, you know, uh, going back, um, it, it, it is it is patient specific. So it's hard to address that exact members um, concerns. But I think for the most part, and this is where, you know, working together with your practitioner and 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 putting in sh uh, uh, strategies, especially at home are important, where oh, you know, okay. a lot of our, 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 our aches and pains are a product of our day to day life. Right. And so a good example I like to use is bathing your kids. If you have young children, you'll know what I'm talking about, where there's not actually a good ergonomic way to give your kids a bath. You're either on yeah. your knees on the side of the bathtub, you're straddling yeah. the bathtub, or you put on a pair of swim trunks and you're and in you're there in the soaking wet. <laughs> 
right? There's not actually a good way to, 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 to conquer that problem, right? It's just something you suck through and it is what it is because hopefully your children won't be children forever and you're not bathing them forever. Hopefully not. The, hopefully not. Um, the, and, and that's the, a good example of where, okay, there are these stresses in our day-to-day life that we can't change that are contributing to your problem. And I think that's a lot of times the, the, the result of chronic pain. Where, you know, if there are things that, you know, are problematic, say, um, we'll use being on your cell phone all day, right? Uh, Your example of somebody who's in in sales or or, or whatnot or marketing is a good example where, okay, well, maybe that's when we work uh, with some um, ergonomic changes to to give you some assistance, right? So you've heard me say things like, let's get you a wireless keyboard when you are just crushing uh, emails and there it is, right? on your on your phone all day right or if you're planning on you know doing a lot of emails then maybe we get you a laptop riser that we bring up to eye level or you know if you're if you're at uh, at work maybe we get you a sit stand desk or we get you a better setup maybe um even uh, on your kitchen counter right it doesn't have right. to be expensive or, or or tricky um but we do need to make changes to the stressors if we want the stress to go away Right. And, and I always use the example of the, the sprained ankle, right, where if you sprain your ankle and you come in and you see me and you say, hey, doc, fix my ankle. I say, no problem. Right. And then I fix my ankle. We high five and I say, see you later. The problem is, is if you then go and walk out my door and then sprain your ankle for eight hours for the next day yeah. for five days a week, we're having a very yeah. different conversation about, you know, like, hey, Gina, can we stop spraining our ankle here? Or how do we get you better shoes? How do we get you better support? Maybe there's some, you know, some exercise you can be working on to, to stop spraining your ankle, all of these things, right? So I think the, the, the first step is differentiating, you know, is, is our problem a chronic stressor that we can change and do something about? Or did you unfortunately slip on ice and, you know, it, it, it caused a problem in our back, which I can fix, you know, address the root cause and then make it go away. Right. So I know that's yeah. a whole lot of, a lot of jargon to, to answer this member specific question. No, I know it's exciting because what you're saying is even with chronic issues, there's a lot that you can do. You can actually address sort of the issue, the muscles, wherever it is. And then on top of that, you have to take a look at your daily life to your point. When I come and my shoulders are up like this and all hunched over and you like help me release all that. And then I feel amazing. And then I'm back on my phone like this. I'm not taking the time to look up. I'm not doing mm-hmm. any stretches. I'm not moving my body. I'm not being aware of my posture. I mean, this is why I have to go see you every week. This is not the ideal scenario for everybody to be able to have to go see someone every week to fix all the shit that they're doing to themselves during the <laughs> week. So I think that's exciting. I'm calling of time and where we're at in your time so i do have a couple other questions what about inflammation we talk about inflammation all the time in the program inflammation one of the reasons why your weight can be slower to move with this process so so how does sort of um how does how, how does seeing a chiropractor help with inflammation in the body yeah good question i think um i think and this is uh where a lot of times we use words or we talk in layman's terms right and i think a lot of times when in my world, when it comes to aches and pains in the body, back pain, neck pain, when we say inflammation, we really mean pain, mm-hmm. right? When when people say, I've got a ton of inflammation in my shoulders, or, I got some inflammation in, in my hips or, or whatnot, sure, sometimes there can be true inflammation, like say when you get 
bit by a bug and, and something swells up or you roll your ankle. But a lot yeah. of time when we say inflammation, what we really mean is I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. And I think that's where I come in is, is, is to figure out, is it, is it truly inflamed or is there a root cause of a problem? Is there a, is there a joint stuck in your body that's not moving the way and, and it's, and it's giving you a lot of pain signals because your body won't move the way you want it to move. That's where, which we can fix. And, and yeah. there's not any true inflammation in there, but I think that's just, you know, what, what I get a lot or I hear every day is, you know, that we use the word inflammation synonymous with pain. Um, yes. and, and more importantly is, yeah, let's take care of the pain or the problem rather than, you know, addressing what we think is inflammation. Yeah. I remember I've gone to see you and I've, there's been times that I've swore I've thrown my back out and I'm like, oh my goodness, there was a time, eh, Tony, where you had to like help me go to the bathroom for a couple of days. Like, I just thought, what have I done? I'm getting all like, I've pinched this thing. And then I went to go see you and you're like, no, you're, it's just inflamed. We do a couple adjustments to take the pressure off it. And then all of a sudden the next day, I'm just like, oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Here I thought like I was going to be out for weeks and it was really just it, like, I'm inflamed my, I, my, I, my, was it my joints or my, like it's aggravated. And that is what yeah. I feel that pain. Yeah, it was just restricted is the term we use, right? So that yeah. joint or a couple of joints, whatever you did uh, back then, you know, they just weren't moving correctly, right? And they yeah. were getting stuck, so to speak, which is why it was hard to stand up straight and it was hard to, you know, make your way to the bathroom, right? But that's where addressing the root cause of the problem is so yeah. much more effective, right? Because we, you were back on your feet the next day versus then, say, popping a Tylenol and blocking yes. Well, and that's where, you know, when it comes to weight loss, you're in pain, you're popping Tylenols, you, it affects your appetite, your body is stressed out, you're extra tired, like all of these things factoring in it. And someone says in the program, well, I don't have a, much of an appetite. Meanwhile, you're in chronic pain and popping Tylenols mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm. right? Or you're like, oh, my energy is just what's wrong with me? I don't have energy. Meanwhile, you're your back is out of alignment and you're exhausted from it. That's what happens mm -hmm, a lot of times mm -hmm. with me. I just get tired and I'm like, what's happening? Like ribs out or whatever it is, you know? That's um, right. And a lot of times people are like, what, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And not thinking about what's happening in our body and also mm -hmm. how much it's changed um, when losing weight as well. Um, such an important conversation. I do want to ask about um, dehydration. Like, how does that affect the body? You know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in people drinking enough water to be hydrated. When people go get a massage, they're told to drink lots of water afterwards. You've said mm -hmm. to me, go, no, go drink some water. Um, how does that factor in uh, to this conversation? Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, water is uh, uh, super important from an energy, like you said, like an energy levels perspective and, and, and just fueling your body, right? The large majority of our body is made up of water. And without it, you're right, yeah. we can, it can absolutely have a huge effect on our mood, our energy. Um, and then from my perspective, uh, how much you want to move your body, right? And then if we haven't picked up on the theme yet, I'm a movement guy, move, 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 yeah. right? Move more is the key. And if we're, and if we can't, because we're not fueling our body properly, we're not putting in the good gas, the good fuel in our car, um, then, 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 then how can we expect to have good energy to then tackle the problems, let alone everyday stuff, let alone in addition to weight loss, in addition to, you know, back pain. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so people are going to want to come and find you. 
Um, obviously, we have people in 52 countries. Not everyone can come and see you. So what, what should someone look for in a chiropractor? Like, what, what are the kinds of questions? First of all, how, they, how would they find someone? Like, well, well, we'll let people know how to find you specifically. But how would they find someone um, that they can trust and go to? What should they look for? What kind of questions should they ask? Should they just wait until they have problems? Or is it one of those things that's it's good to get an assessment and a baseline with where you're at? Like some advice there yeah you nailed it on the head i think i think having a baseline is is so important um because it is easier to manage your body when it is half decent and making that better Mm -hmm. rather Mm -hmm. than digging your your body out of the ditch right because that that's really hard or much harder and then not to mention you're in pain then right like would you does does everybody wait for their car to break down before you take it for an oil change or should you probably get regular (laughs) oil changes right like I think that's a good idea I think if there's any mechanics in the group they can they can back me on this one right it's probably good to do some regular maintenance on your car because it's you know it's one of your biggest assets as is your body right and without that you're you're in trouble right and I think you know when it comes to finding a chiropractor I think the, the the key is to one um find the right fit from a personality perspective, right? Like you and I jive, Gina, but, you know, uh, uh, it might not be for everybody, so to speak. But I think the key is, one, having somebody who, you know, takes the time to listen to the problems. And then, two, more importantly, fixes the problems, right? I think, like I said, if you you have to be happy with your care um, and, and the person you're working with. And regardless of how much you gel personality-wise, if as long as they listen to you, they're caring and whatnot, but your back pain is flaming, well, then what are we doing? Right. And then vice yeah. versa. Right. Some people might be excellent with their hands, but if they're not nice or, or people or they're not, you know, you don't find a right fit for you personality, they don't listen to you, whatever the case may be. They, they're probably not going to get the results that that you want, nor do you want to see them regularly because they're a pain in yeah. your rear end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's great. Like, I'm so blessed that I am able to go see you each week, I, you know, for, for many reasons. Other people might not be able to do that. But I think it's about like, what you said there is really, and, and maybe go see a couple different ones. And maybe in, can you, can they interview you? Can they come and like, can you go and meet a chiropractor and spend 10 minutes and kind of get to know them? Is that something that is standard in the industry? Uh, yeah, I think so. At least, at least from what I, what I gather, like I, uh, I'll, I'll do consults here and there, uh, depending on yeah. if people think are nervous or they're not sure about their case. Maybe a lot of people yeah. have more complex problems, like with other, you know, yeah. other health stuff going on, whether is it the right yeah. time? Is it the right fit? I just had hip surgery, for example, right. Are, yeah. are, are, are good examples of, of that. But yeah, I think, I think for the most part, I think if, 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 if a practitioner isn't willing to sit down and have a five, 10 minute conversation with you, if they're right fit, they're probably not the right fit. I'd like to say. Yeah. I mean, obviously talking to your friends, your family, looking for referrals, because I, I think what you're looking for in, in, in putting together a healthcare team for yourself, which we're all about people being advocates for their health and wellness is somebody who actually cares. They're looking at the big picture. Now, maybe you're only seeing them once a month, but you're also, you know, taking their advice and moving and moving your body and, you know, managing mm-hmm. your stress and doing all those other things that you've suggested that people can do outside of like waiting until there's an issue to help better manage their health. Someone who has an idea of, 
of, of what you're doing, where you want to go, especially if you're on a big, massive weight loss program as well, if you've lost a lot of weight. Someone I think who's equally invested in, in your health, as I know that you are in mine, we constantly have conversations. How are you doing this week? What do you have coming up? Where are you at in your stress? Rather than, I think, you know, and maybe I'm wrong, but people think a chiropractors are like, oh, my back's out. Let me just call anybody and have them go crack me, fix me, and then I'm fine. Where, you know, you might want to consider adding a chiropractor to your health and wellness team, especially when your body is in a constant state of stress, like we are on this program and plan. So, um, I mean, you're amazing. If people are lucky enough to to seek you out, and if you have room for people, except during my time slot, don't give that away. I booked <laughs> in for the next year, so I'm good. <laughs> um, we will put uh, Dr. Tam's uh, information on the screen. But where where can they reach out? I know we have people listening to our podcast right now. So, where can uh, people who are listening reach out and find you? Yeah, on social media, on Instagram, you can find me at Dr. Tam Kairos, D-R-T-A-M-C-H-I-R-O. I'm on Facebook. You can Google me. Um, and then if you're in the Toronto area, I, I'm uh, my practice is in Aurora. I'm at the Wellness Group. Um, okay. And so you can find me there and book an appointment there, but not on Gina's time. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, thanks. Thanks. You. Thanks again. I can't wait to ha continue and have this conversation next time you're coming back, whether you know it or not. Um, thanks for your yes. time today. I think it's such an important conversation. And, you know, it's a consideration that people really don't factor in with how much their bodies are changing and bringing awareness to that. So thank you for, very much for your time, Dr. Tan. Have a thanks, Gina. Day. It was fun. <laughs> Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.